Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Well, good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Happy to have you with us this evening here at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. Happy to have you with us tonight. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. You can reach us at 316-869-1330. Email me at john at knssradio.com. You can reach me on Facebook and Twitter and True Social. All of those are at the John Whitmer Show on Twitter. It's at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. Love hearing from you. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. We have a packed lineup tonight, nationally syndicated Radio host Todd Starnes is going to be with us. We're going to discuss this week's deadly shooting in Uvalde, Texas, and uh, the left's constant need to politicize these uh, unspeakable tragedies. We'll uh, we'll talk with House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins, who's here with us in studio. He'll review the entire 2022 legislative session and preview the upcoming primary and general elections for us. Numbers USA Vice President Chris Shimolinsky will walk us through the new report that indicates in April alone, U.S. Border Patrol agents apprehended over 201,000 illegal aliens attempting to cross the southern border. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just let that number sink in. We'll talk with Buddy Ullman, retired professor of biochemistry and molecular biology from the Oregon Health and Science University, about how Title IX was created to prevent discrimination, but is currently being used to hunt down dissenters of wokeness. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls at 316-869-1330. Don't forget, coming up um, on Monday, not this Monday, but next Monday, June 6th, the Value Them Both Week of Action begins with Matt and Mercedes Schlapp. Speaking of which, Matt Schlapp will be with us on the show next Sunday. So we'll have Matt Schlapp, Matt Schlapp with us next Sunday. And then the following Monday, that Value Them Both event is being held at Central Christian Church 
on Monday, June 6th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Check-in begins at 6. You can find more information available on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and valuethemboth.com forward slash events. Should be a great event. If you if you have questions, just check out our Facebook page. You get all the information on the event there. I mentioned that we're gonna we're gonna talk with Todd Starnes to kick off the eight o'clock hour about the uh, the terrible shooting that occurred this week in uh, down in Texas, and you know incidents like like this are are horrific. We've seen way too many uh, of these kinds of events, and, and I think we all would agree that that something has to be done to bring an end to these kinds of senseless acts of violence. What what I can't stand is the inevitable politicizing of these events that seems to come sometimes before we even know the facts in the case, which is exactly what happened in this case. Within 24 hours, you had pundits on television calling for gun control, calling for bans, calling for seizing weapons, blaming the NRA. And... Almost as soon as the news broke, the president and gun control control advocates were already calling for more gun laws. Uh, you know, please tell me what quote unquote common sense gun laws would have prevented you know, the shootings out in California, the shootings in Buffalo, the shooting in Texas was caused because someone left a door unlocked. If they'd secured the school, that would have been more preventative than a gun law. And that's one of the things that frustrates me the most about this is we're focusing on the wrong thing. We're blaming the wrong people and we're politicizing it. And these folks want to punish law abiding citizens who haven't committed a crime by taking away their rights when they should be targeting the criminals the madmen, the, the sickos who are perpetrating these terrible acts. The left is also trying to put the blame uh, of the massacre on the NRA and its members. For the record, the NRA is not to blame for the Texas shooting. The sick madman who pulled the trigger is. Period. That's it. End of discussion. And predictably, they're now calling for Gun confiscation, assault weapons, ban, other kinds of bans. I got news for the left. Guns are banned in Mexico. That's really doing a bang-up job curbing violence in Mexico. Gun bans are doing a heck of a job deterring the cartels from obtaining them. I mean, come on. Gun bans are not the solution. It's a great model for the U.S. Let's make guns illegal so criminals will finally stop using them. I mean, how stupid do you have to be? It's working so well in Mexico. Because if guns were banned in the U.S., the criminals, oh, they just wouldn't have them anymore, right? Yeah, that that's really smart. That's the way it would work, all right. The same people who were demanding President Biden arm the Ukrainian people with oh, uh, taxpayer-funded guns are the same people demanding Biden disarm the American people. And they want more gun laws, but they want to defund the people needed to enforce them, the police. Democrats want to defund the police and disarm the citizens, and this is supposed to make us safer. Meanwhile, they oppose practical solutions that might actually help, like 
adequately funding law enforcement. Groups like Moms Demand Action demand gun control, and yet they support the removal of school resource officers from schools. But they think stickers on the door are going to fix the problem. Gun control advocates are now saying guns are the leading source, the leading cause, rather, of death for American children. Wrong. Abortion is the leading cause of death for American children. Ever notice how the left is all about control when it comes to Second Amendment rights and all about freedom of choice when it comes to abortion rights? The hypocrisy here is staggering. There's been way too much politicization of this and talk about gun control. We all hate these killings. I hate these killings. But let's come up with ideas that might actually protect the innocent. Getting rid of firearms, taking away the rights of lawful gun owners doesn't solve the problem. Let's secure our schools. Make sure communities have adequate mental health funding. Ensure law enforcement have the training and resources they need to respond to these incidents in a timely manner. This should be about identifying the culprits and going after them, not punishing law-abiding legal gun owners. It's time we started fixing the problem and stopped fixing the blame. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, Numbers USA Vice President Chris Shemolinsky is going to walk us through the new report that shows over 201,000 illegals attempted to cross the southern border in April alone. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Does your garbage disposer sound like a train? Are you scared to rinse food down the sink? Call David Lease Plumbing at 945-0117 when you are ready for a garbage disposer that will take anything you wash down the drain. Call before your sink is plugged solid again at 945-0117. Let David Lease Plumbing give your plumbing a new lease on life. How well do algorithms answer your questions? Your specific query will be addressed with a pre-written standardized reply. Thank you, customer. When you need help with life's important decisions like life insurance, home and auto coverage, and even retirement planning, turn to Farm Bureau Financial Services, the people who rely on relationships, not robots, to help you make smart decisions. Find us at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. It's time we demand more for mental health. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and Odyssey's I'm Listening and demand hashtag more for mental health. Get involved. Save lives. Visit moreformentalhealth.org today. There's only one way out of that graduation party you're dreading. Scattered storms in our forecast. Some of those could be severe. And that camping trip. Thunderstorms into this weekend. Bad summer weather can be good. This is the time of year we start seeing severe weather more often. Unless you have a tea time. Get the forecast that could get you out of your chatty neighbor's next barbecue. Multiple rounds of showers throughout the day. 98.7 and 13.30. We are settling into a heat wave. Well, what about the humidity? KNSS. 
Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and Truth Social. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the Latest show updates, little Pink Floyd, The Wall. <laughs> yeah, if we only had one, it'd be nice. Uh, so in April, U.S. Border Patrol apprehended 201,800 aliens attempting to cross the southern border illegally. The Office of Field Operations reported an additional 32,288 Illegal aliens encountered at U.S. ports of entry. The OFO encounters were a 183.4% increase compared to March. And the administration says we don't have open borders. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. The April aliens encounter total is the highest recorded monthly total since 2000. Yeah. I just, there are no words. Joining us now to walk us through some of these figures is Numbers USA Vice President Chris Shemalinski. Chris, thank you for joining us this evening. I appreciate you uh, you coming on. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Uh, these numbers are just they're just staggering. Oh. It's uh, it's hard to believe. I mean, it's a, just a a massive increase, and, and these encounters are happening while Title Forty Two is in place. <laughs> And has been ordered to remain in place. And and this doesn't factor in, Chris, the the fact that we don't know how many people are still crossing the border that we don't know about. Uh, I mean, this is this is amazing, right? It, it, it really is. I mean, anytime you talk about record level uh, border encounters, um, yeah, and that stats, you know, I do want to point out that stats a, a tad bit misleading because. CBP has only been tracking it for about the last 20 years. Um, so we have pretty high numbers in the 90s as well. But but still, I mean, when you're talking highest level in more than two decades, uh, it's it's I mean, to be honest, it's 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 pretty scary stuff because this is just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, this breaks down to about 8000 apprehensions per day, 8000 encounters oh. and and. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is saying, you know, we're preparing for 18,000 once they fully roll back Title 42. Uh, so the next couple of weeks will be will be telling. They'll probably get a little bit of relief uh, July and August during the hottest months of the summer. Um, so it'll look like they, they've got a handle on things, but then it'll it'll just explode in September and October again. You know, 201,000 illegals attempting to cross in April and... That that doesn't include, or that includes rather, a suspected terrorist who was released by Border Patrol agents in Yuma, Arizona, right? Right, yeah, yeah. And, and th- this is the one uh, with, uh, with they uncovered the plot to kill former President Bush. Oh. Um, you, you know, and, and 
again, going back to Mayorkas's testimony before the House and Senate a couple of weeks ago, 42 known terrorists have, have crossed the border illegally in the last uh, 18 or so months that, that the Biden administration has released. And, you know, when pressed on it, you know, what are you doing about it? Well, well we know where they are. Yeah. If you know why they are, then why are they still in the country? <laughs> uh, you know, pretty simple question. Unfortunately, you know, none of our lawmakers followed up with that question. But, uh, you know, it's 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 not just it's not just, you know, the terror threats, the public safety threats that could be coming across the border. Obviously, the drugs and the millions of dollars that the drug cartels are making off of the smuggling of folks into the United States. But just. It's a lot of people that are being relocated into U.S. communities all across the country uh, during, you know, a period of time where you know, the economy is on shaky ground right now. People are just, you know, starting to get back to work now post-COVID. So uh, not exactly the best of times to have, you know, a quarter of a million people crossing the border illegally and released into the United States. Well, and Chris, these are just the numbers that they've apprehended. We don't know how many entered illegally that we don't exactly. know, that we haven't kept track of. I mean, that's yeah, what's yeah. scary. Right, and those those are considered the gotaways. Those are the the ones that have typically tripped off tripped off triggers or 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 field cameras, things like that. So you know, there's another couple hundred thousand which Border Patrol estimates. Um, but, you, you know, what's happening is, is, you know, the drug cartels will send over a group of maybe 50 to 100 uh, illegal migrants to a particular place on the border. All of the Border Patrol officers from that entire area have to flood to that one particular section to deal with, with the, the high number of illegal border crossers. And then they can use those vacated sections to sneak in their fentanyl and, and whatnot. Mm, yeah, lovely. That's <laughs> Oh, I tell you, we're talking with Numbers USA Vice President uh, Christian Malinsky. So 2.8 million illegal aliens have been apprehended at our southwest border, entering or attempting to enter the United States since Joe Biden took office. That number will only increase if Title 42 is repealed. Chris, I mean, I, I've heard some numbers, but literally they, they expect that number could double if if they repeal Title 42, correct? Yeah, yeah, even even more than double. Like I said, we're we're at about eight thousand, uh, at least according to the April numbers. We were about eight thousand per day, uh, and, and they're preparing for up to eighteen thousand per day. Um, I mean, that, that just huge, huge numbers. And 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 border patrol, you know, you hear it from you hear it from the agents that are brave enough to come out and and, and talk to the press because for the most of the most most point they're, they're they've been muzzled by their agency they're not allowed to talk but you know they're working they're working 60 80 hour weeks they're alternating between you know doing six days on five days on you know they're they're working ridiculous hours right now ridiculous schedules they're exhausted they're burned out got border patrol agents who aren't allowed to talk but the ones that are brave enough to to, to get something to the press are talking about the long hours uh, that they're working and, and they're exhausted and they're burned out. And, and again, it's it's only going to get worse. You know, Chris, and, and let me preface this by saying nobody wants to just close the borders and say you can't come here, but we want legal immigration. We want them to come the right way, do the right things. It's, we're a nation of immigrants, but there's the right way to do things and a wrong way to do things. Along those lines, Numbers USA along with other groups and individuals, recently sent a letter to Congress, uh, to congressional leaders, 
with recommendations on how to fix the immigration system. I'm curious, what were your recommendations and have you had any kind of response from uh, from, you know, Pelosi, Schumer and, and the folks in Congress? Yeah, yeah. In fact, we we uh, well, not not Pelosi, but huh. um, we we did. We did sign this letter with a, a, a number of other groups that are also deeply concerned about what's happening along the southern border. Um, and, and we wanted to make one point clear that that Title 42 has been just nothing more than a Band-Aid. It's helped stop some of the bleeding that's happening along the southern border. And, yes, it's going to get worse when Title 42 is, is lifted. But we really need permanent changes here. Um, one of the things that's really be, be, being taken advantage of down along the border is is asylum. Um, yeah. You know, folks are claiming asylum. Uh, the, the way that they claim asylum, they have what's called these credible fear interviews, which they just basically simply have to say that they fear that their lives might be in danger if they return back to their home country. And boom, once they do that, they let them apply for asylum. And because we have such a backlog in the immigration courts, it's three, four years before they actually get before an immigration judge. So that's plenty of time for them to, to disappear into, into the woodwork. Um, so and, I, and a lot of them end up having their asylum claims uh, uh, denied. So we really need to strengthen that credible fear standard first. Um, we also, you know, Flores Settlement Agreement, reforming that is another thing. That's, that's this agreement that is in place that basically says that when you have family units, and a, a significant portion of these, these illegal border crossers are coming as family units, uh, family units can't be detained for more than 20 days. So uh, trying to end that to discourage family units from coming, knowing that they can only be detained for a short period of time. Um, so it, those are just a few of the recommendations that we made. Again, one of the groups that signed on to the letter, Heritage Foundation, um, they, they, along with some Trump administration officials, were actually able to present this to Republican leadership. They weren't able to get it in front of Democratic leadership for, for obvious reasons, but they were able to get it in front of folks like McCarthy and, and, and um, Congressman Scalise in the House of Representatives and, and really drive home the point that, hey, if you take over, you take over the reins of, of the House of Representatives after the 2022 midterm elections, this is what you need to do. You know, just throwing money and resources isn't going to solve the problem. You actually need to reform the system here. Yeah, the sad part is the Democrats just don't want to hear it. They don't want to they don't want to hear right. any ideas from the other side here. And you might have an idea. Granted, they're not going to like everything you have to say, but you might have something. And they don't even want to read your letter. That's they they talk all the time about the Republicans not having any solutions. And here you have. Uh, an independent group that's presenting them with some solutions and they just don't want to hear it. Um, right. If, right. Uh, if folks are interested, if they want to read the letter, if they want to find out some more information, they can vote, go to numbersusa.com, correct? That's correct. Numbersusa.com. And we're, we're, we're still allowed to be on all the social media platforms. <laughs> so they can, they can find us on Numbers USA on, on both Facebook and Twitter as, as well. Chris, I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, carry on the fight, my friend. Hey, thanks. Thanks again. Thanks for having me. We'll be taking your calls at 745 and 845. But coming up after the break, House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins will join us in studio to review the 2022 session and preview the upcoming primary and general elections. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk will be back right after this.
lot of talk about supply chains and chip shortages. I don't pay much attention to that. Maybe a new truck isn't an option, but taking care of the one you have should be. Keep the tires inflated, wash it, wax it, and protect it with a grill guard, bed cover, and guard it spray on bed liner. If you love something, show it. Take care of it, and it will take care of you. Continental Truck Accessories. Don't F it up. Let us truck it up. Only at Metro by T-Mobile you can upgrade to 5G and get more savings with the lowest price on one line of unlimited 5G. Just $40, period. That's it. Taxes and fees included. Plus, more choices with the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch and save more. Only at Metro. Lowest price versus major national prepaid brands. The fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced feeds and Metro customers may notice reduced feeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in and plans. See store for details. Taco Bell and Pizza Hut invite you to tune in on Friday, June 3rd for the live simulcast of the Riverfest Twilight Pops concert along with the Textron Aviation Opening Night Fireworks on 103.7 KEYN. In addition, Taco Bell and Pizza Hut are proud to be a part of the Cap-Fed Fireworks finale on Saturday, June 11th. Also broadcasted live on 103.7. Be sure to stop by the Taco Bell and Pizza Hut booths on Kennedy Plaza June 3rd and June 11th or visit one of their Wichita area locations bringing you all the sights and sounds of Riverfest Fireworks. Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. Weather brought to you by Rustiac Ford. Look for some high clouds around. Otherwise, 73 overnight with a south wind. It'll be gusting up over 35 miles per hour at times. Plenty of sunshine into your Monday. Plenty of humidity around as well. 88 degrees and south winds gusting up over 40. Storms Monday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. I'm Kathleen Maloney, the president and first lady in Uvalde, Texas today, comforting families who lost loved ones in last week's school shooting, also responding to protesters. As he left the church, a group gathered outside shouted, do something. We need action! The president pointed and said we will. Fox's Jared Halpern, the Justice Department, will be investigating local law enforcement's response to that mass shooting. Sticker shock at the gas pumps for Memorial Day travelers. California leads the nation with the highest price of gas at 6.13 a gallon. That tops the national average of 4.61, which is the highest ever reported nationally. Fox's Christina Coleman. Last year, the national average was just over $3 a gallon. America is listening to Fox News. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Memorial Day is a time of somber reflection and profound gratitude. May all of our fallen rest peacefully and that the America that they so loved and protected is forever worthy. They gave up everything for their country. We will never forget you. And all we can do is remember. This weekend, take a moment. Remember and be grateful. And remember why. Every single day that we live. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. A little Laura Kelly theme song. What am I going to do when we're done with her in a year? Still play this song. <laughs> Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and True Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So the 2022 legislative session is in the books. It's in the can, so to speak. It's a wrap. Joining us now to kind of walk us through some of the highlights, tell us what he thought were some of the successes, the big wins and the losses, is House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins. Dan, it's a pleasure to have you back in studio, brother. Always nice to see you again. Thank you, John. You really get into that bumper music. I, don't you? Uh, well, you intro know, music, I got a good producer. It's yeah. Dave. Dave yeah. is a, he's the man. I mean, he's he, he hooks me up. It's I get compliments on the bumper music. So you know, I uh, I've been saying the same thing about my uh, the, you know the majority record. What am I going to do when she's gone? Yeah, what am I going to talk about then? <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. find something. We'll, we'll focus to Biden. Yeah. Well, and 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 we always have Brandon Whipple. <laughs> that is true. We always, that is true. We always have the little mighty mouse to, to pick on. So at least, at least until we get another mayor's race, so that we can you know, hopefully fix that. Problem. Thing about that—that's two more years. I know. Yeah, and imagine the damage that he can do in that period of time. But you know, uh, let's talk a little bit. You guys were able to override two of her veto. This I, has any governor ever vetoed as much? Like she's just talk about a, a, the governor that said no. I mean, there's so many vetoes this session over the actually her ter- her tenure. Oh, her tenure is huge. I think we put uh, it wasn't this last week, but I think it was the week before we put in there that in recent history, probably in the last thirty thirty years, she's she's done more vetoes than any governor of of our time. 
and she's been overridden more than any governor of our time. And yet, if you watch her campaign ads, it's all about reaching across the aisle and working with Republicans. Uh, middle of the road? Middle yeah, of the road, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd like to see you know, a truck kinda, coming it's road, really, down the middle It's really of the kind road. of surprising. You know, that they've, done, uh, they've run those ads so much. I get people asking me all the time, is she really middle of the road? Heck no, she's not. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's nothing middle of the road about her, this other than her ads. A, this is election time. It kind of reminds me of her uh, signing uh, the, the Sanctuary City. She wouldn't have never done that. No. It's election time. No, so she's, Same she's, with the sales tax on food. Absolutely. She had three years to push that, and then all of a sudden it's election year. Oh, well, now all of a sudden I want a sales tax on food. She could have yeah. done, done that two years ago, and we'd already have a sales tax on food at, what, almost zero. It'd be zero six months from now if she'd done it two years ago. Have you? Yes, it would. That's correct. Have you noticed that she takes credit for every of single course. thing we do? Yeah. She gets nothing except what we do to send to her, and then she takes credit for it out there like she's some conservative. Yeah, I know. Well, not. So she she cut our property taxes. Did you know that? Yeah, we did. <laughs> she did. <laughs> not according to her. <laughs> so... Speaking of, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the things that she did sign. Because one of the things she signed, and I saw immediately that the KNEA attacked her for it, but she signed the bill that you passed allowing students open schools. Open schools, yeah. which I mean, I, we we had the case out here, Renwick School District, with the with the girl that wanted to play soccer, and the district wouldn't let her play soccer, wouldn't let her transfer because Renwick doesn't have soccer, so she wanted to transfer to Wichita, a Wichita school district. So she could play soccer and pursue college scholarships. Renwick doesn't have soccer, and they wouldn't let her transfer, but they wouldn't tell her why. And, of course, we know why, because they wanted the money. So you, you passed a bill that would allow students to transfer if the incoming school district will take her. The KNEA hated this bill. Laura Kelly signed it. I'm really curious why she did that. Well, so, so number one, I want to say kudos to Representative um, Williams for what she did. Uh, Christy Williams literally put that whole thing together. So, um, you know, she's over at Augusta. Good job, Christy. So Christy, uh, Christy always wants to get policy with the budget. So the budget, the, the K through 12 budget was separated from the big budget. That always causes the Democrats heads to explode. <laughs> um, and, and then she put some policy in there, which we needed that policy. We needed we needed to do some things like that because we haven't been able to get school choice. You know, all we get is just kind of nibbling around the edges on school choice. This is a way for people who don't feel like that they're being served well in the school, they can move to another school. Now, there's some caveats to it. There has to be room. If there's no right. room, then they can't just move wherever they want. There has to be room. But if the incoming the, district has to take them. Has that's to be right. To but, take but, them. but they can't use any of those things against them. They have to, if, if they have room, then they have to, they have to give those. And the parents have kids. to provide the transportation. That's, that's correct. the other thing. That's so correct. It, it can't be a financial burden on right. the new school. Right. So, so there's some caveats to that, but that's good policy. Well, we were surprised, too, when uh, Governor Kelly uh, signed that. But then when you look at it, uh, number one is an election year. Everybody knows that uh, she has really started moving to the right this year. She says she's middle of the road. Uh, she's. We were kind of wondering if she's a conservative now, uh, although we know it's not <laughs> because true. Because ta the tax cuts, that's right. Yeah, yeah, she, oh, yeah, you know, how many times did she veto? I think she vetoed uh, sales tax on food twice on us, and this time she signed it. And, of course, then she takes credit for it. She makes a lap around the state telling how she <laughs> cut sales tax on food. And she didn't. 
She doesn't do anything except what the House and Senate sends her. But, hey, you know, she's got the bully pulpit, so she gets to say whatever she wants to say. You know, it is funny. The number of, of times she's been vetoed really does show that she's out of step with Kansans because you guys are the ones that are indirectly in touch. She doesn't talk to people. She doesn't get feedback from Kansans. And the number of times she's overridden definitely shows how how out of touch she is. And the fact that you guys can override her shows the majority support. I yeah. mean, she vetoed bills that Democrats voted for. Oh, absolutely. And, and, the, and she, the Democrats just absolutely were livid because... She didn't tell them what she was going to do, and, and, and they think they're supposed to vote against this stuff, and then all of a sudden she finds it. They, she just hangs the Democrats out to dry, and they still love her. I know. Well, they, what I else mean, have they geez. got? Another one that she vetoed that has, the last time I checked, I think it was upwards of 70% support, is a protection for women and girls' sports. Yeah. And it's such a simple Seven. concept that you don't want boys playing in girls' sport, biological boys, she vetoed that. I know that's pandering to her radical, a fringe section of her base, but that's got a lot. I think it is almost 71 or 69% support statewide. Again, yeah. out of touch. Yeah, and we, we were really disappointed on that one. Uh, we did when on a, the, the, the Senate passed the override on their side, came to us, and we only got 81. Um, we needed 84 to override the veto. Um, of course, we have some moderates in our group and the moderates uh, there were three of them that just wouldn't come our way uh, i would venture to say that they're probably going to have a tough time during the election cycle that'll probably be brought up a lot on them so uh, that wasn't a good vote for them but um, you know they do what they do uh, i will tell you that that will probably be something that'll be passed in the first 30 days next year we're going to talk about that when we come back from the break because i, I want to get a feel for what folks can expect next well actually let's Next year, let's look at next year. You're going to look at that one. I'm assuming parents' bill of rights. Yeah. So, so those those two items that we couldn't that we couldn't muster the veto. Um, there will probably also be some COVID stuff that didn't you know we couldn't muster a veto or a override on. Um, but but specifically the parents' bill of rights, uh, taxpayer bill of rights, uh, school choice. Um, oh, now see those two words. That's music to my ears because we definitely need just some basic ability for the money to follow the child. Absolutely. So I can take, you know, you've got a, a minority student or a kid that's struggling that, that needs special education or needs special help. Why can't parents take a child out of a struggling school and put them in a better school where they can at least take the base state aid and put them at a better school? That's right. No, so we, we, we've, you know, we've been trying to do that for years, and we just never could have the right mix of in, in the legislature. And, of course, then we have a Democrat governor that would never sign that. Um, the other thing is school, uh, or not school, um, women in sports. Uh, that will be another item that will probably be one of those things in the first 30 days. You know, we really plan on having a fast start next year to where we can get some of the stuff done uh, that we haven't been able to do. You sort know? of like Gingrich's contract with America. Yeah, sort kind of, of like that. I, I love yeah. the idea. Yeah. Sort of, so you really do have a – this is different than what and, – and I know I know we're getting ahead of ourselves. And so we're not going to talk about you being speaker, but there's a good chance that you're likely to be in a leadership position in the next house. We'll just say it that way. Yeah. And your vision then is to actually have a a legislative agenda that starts out because so many times people get frustrated that what's taking them so long, how come they wait till the end? I think it's refreshing 
to see leadership that says, when we come in, this is our goal, and we want to do these things out of the gate and get them done in the first 30 days. I think that's a great idea. John, since the first year I got there in 2013, that was probably one of the things that frustrated me the most. Me too. Is that we would go three weeks before we got a bill to the floor of the house. Yeah, I remember I remember sometimes we'd sit there that first week and never had a committee meeting. That's right. Guys are all golfing. I mean was, well, you know, not golfing, but, but you know what but, I meant. But, I mean, but they aren't they aren't moving. And, right. and some of it some of it has to do with we're gonna have to really be proactive. Now we had we had eighteen retirements on the Republican side uh last Monday. So we've got eighteen people right now that we know are not coming back. Uh, so we're going to have lots of chairs open. Um, there's chairman is what you yeah, mean. Yeah, chairman. Uh, so a lot of chairmanships are going to be open. So there's going to be new people. We're going to have to really work with those new people and it, to make sure they get a fast start. There is a way to do it. We just have to work at it, and we, we have to work ahead of time. We have to pre-file some bills and have them ready to go. So that's what we'll do is the bills that we're wanting to do in that first 30 days, we'll have them teed up you know, pre-filed to where we can get them into committee, you know, the first week, have a hearing the second week, work them the third week, get them on the floor and pass them to the Senate. I think and it's the, a and the same idea. thing with the Senate. They'll be doing the same thing, passing their two, three, four bills over to us, get them to the governor's office and have them sign in and show people that we can get stuff done quick. So you're already coordinating with Ty Masterson, who would tech again, assuming Speaker, right. and I could, you're, you'd be coordinating with Ty. Right. So that's another thing that's nice to hear is the two chambers leadership teams working together in conjunction with the governor, something we haven't had in a while. Even when Governor Brownback was in there, there wasn't a lot of that. It's nice to hear that the, the, the team can work together as one unit. Ty and I have already had three uh, dinners together. We reset and talked about, uh, you know, the future next year and how we can get a quick start. So, yeah, we're planning on we're planning on doing some stuff fast. And then, then the you know the, the the legislature settles in, and you know it's all the regular stuff. All right. the committees are working, you know, through their issues that they've got. And but being able to get something at the governor's desk within the first thirty days, I think, is going to be excellent. Oh, it's a great idea. Um, all this is predicated on the election. Yep. Let's take a break. We come back. We'll talk a little bit about what folks can expect in the primaries and the generals. Sound okay. good? You're listening to the John Whitmer Show. We're talking with House Spe- uh, Speaker. Look, I almost did it. Majority Leader Dan Hawkins. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. We'll be back. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show on 987 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Some Kansans may wonder why does law enforcement even care if I wear a seatbelt? We asked Trooper Derek. Being behind a vehicle every day is the most dangerous thing you'll do. I can't think of a single crash that I've been to where somebody was ejected and lived. They keep you in the vehicle. Seatbelts do save lives. He's right. Seatbelts save nearly 15,000 lives every year. Click it, Kansas. And tell us, who do you make it home for? A message from KDOT and your Kansas law enforcement community. You have a new career, but remember what you left behind? Not the job, your 401k. Baxter & Associates are 401k rollover specialists. It's still your 401k and your money. You've taken control of your professional future. Now, take control of your financial future. Baxter & Associates. Call 652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter & Associates. Time well spent, money well invested. Securities and advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. 
During Midwest Kia's Memorial Month pre-owned sales event, our better way to buy puts the emphasis on value. Always get a fair market price and don't pay over sticker for market adjustments. We've got the right value for the pre-owned vehicle you're looking for. Visit MidwestKia.com. Celebrate 50 years of Wichita's party along the river. Riverfest 2022, June 3rd through June 11th. Enjoy new events and old favorites, nine nights of concerts, festival food, and fun for all ages and interests. From the Safe Light Auto Glass Sundown Parade and Textron Aviation Opening Night Fireworks to Rockin' on the River with Willie Nelson and the Capital Federal Fireworks Finale. Your Riverfest button is your ticket to nine days of fun. Get yours today at Quick Trip. Adults $15, kids $5. Riverfest 2022, June 3rd. 3rd through June 11th. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Love is a burning thing and it makes a fiery ring. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Of course, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. Make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and Twitter pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. With us still is House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins. So, uh, Ring of Fire, that's pretty... We I both, think that's my walk-up music Is now. that your walk-up yeah. music? All right, yeah. all right, we can do that. We can do that. that could be your new walk-up music. It fits me pretty good. It's a Ring of Fire up there. <laughs> it is a Ring of Fire. Uh, and you, anybody who's been through an election cycle knows that's kind of what election cycles are like. Um, we're gearing up with the filing deadline is the 1st, right? Tenth. June 10th. Oh, that's right. They pushed it right. back. So it's June 10th. Um, you know, and I've, I've got the Secretary of State's website up right now. Speaking of which, if anybody is interested and you want to see, you can always go to sos.ks.gov. That's the state of Kansas, the Secretary of State's website. You go to choose the elections, the 2022, and then look in the primary or the general. You get the whole list there. They usually update it fairly frequently, but there's some interesting filings already. Down here, you, you mentioned it, 18 retirements in the House Senate, there's only one race that's up there, and it's right. just because it's a special election. So the House has got some interesting races already, um, and that's we still have another 10 days or more for uh, candidates to file. So talk to us a little bit about some of the races in our south-central area that folks could be interested in. So the south, in the south-central, I, I think you will see, number one, we only have one retirement uh, in south-central Kansas, and that's... That's uh, Steve Hubert uh, out of Valley Center. Uh, Carl Mon, who has already filed in that district, and Carl Mon will be an excellent uh, candidate for that. And I think, quite frankly, you know, we don't know that there will be a primary yet. If there's not a primary, uh, I would imagine he'll probably get a general election. I mean, that's kind of normal. The Democrats try to give us all, you know, general election uh, candidates or opponents. Uh, but I think you know that's that's a very concerted area. He'll win that easily. But he's he's going to be really really good for us because we don't have any attorneys in the house now that I would consider conservative attorneys. Yeah, John um, Carmichael <laughs> doesn't quite. Yeah, well, and, and I shouldn't say that our uh, our 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 chair of judiciary is a, a very good guy. Fred Patton, Representative Fred Patton, is an awesome guy. 
uh, has run that committee very well. Um, but but from our area, from our area down here in South Central Kansas, we don't have we we don't have any uh, conservative attorneys from our area. Uh, so it's going to be nice to have somebody like Carl Mon that can that can do battle with uh, uh, John Carmichael and Vic Miller and some of those others that are on there. Uh, so he'll do he'll do very well. Um, we already have a, a a general election set up in uh, I'm not sure what that district is, but uh, it's Chuck Schmidt current district, um, whatever. It's the it's the southeast part of Wichita. Um, lady by the name of Sandy Picker is running in that one, and that one will be a really good one to watch. Uh, I think you'll see her do very, very well, and quite frankly, I think we'll win that one. That's District 88. Down District there. 88. Uh, I have a hard time keeping track of oh, the I'm districts. Sure. So Pat Penn in District 85 have, has already gotten a general election uh, candidate or opponent. Um, can't remember what his name is. I think it's Johnson, maybe. Uh, Britain. 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 Yep, um, Britain. So that's a Democrat running. Uh, that's another yeah. district that's solidly. Yeah, he's, uh, he's going to win that overwhelmingly. Down in... Uh, uh, down in Winfield, uh, Cheryl Helmer uh, has a primary. Webster Roth. Uh, so that one. And I, I'd heard that she there was a chance she wasn't going to run, and she kind of decided she because she could still pull her name from the ballot. She could. Uh, we thought she was. I mean, she had told us that she was going to, you know, she was going to bow out this time. Uh, after she got a primary, she decided she wanted to run. So I guess we'll have a primary down there. There's another um, primary. I mean, right now it's a three-way with uh, when we and we had Jamie Blueball on. That's the hundred and first district you got with Hunter Larkin and Joe, Joe Seiwert. What's going to happen there? I mean, I've had a lot of people ask about it because that's West you, Wichita. You know, uh, you know the last I've heard, and I've heard it pretty consistently. Joe is going to run. Uh, so, you know, we'll see if if uh, if Joe does run, if he in fact does run, I think you'll see that get pared down. I'm not sure who will bow out, but I don't think they'll want a three way primary there. Um, you know, who knows? I I'm I'm just on that one. I'm just sitting back and watching. Uh, it's yeah, hard to predict. Do you weigh in? I mean, you're you're the House Majority Leader. Do you get involved in these right? Because a lot of people want to know. Do you? Because you got your own race to run, obviously. Yeah, and we don't. So so typically. Typically, the neither the party uh, nor us in the House is kind of like an unwritten rule that we just stay out of the primaries, let the primaries go, and then once the primaries happen, whoever wins, then we jump in and support them in the general. Uh, so you're not going to see us pick winners and losers or pick sides on uh, on the the primary part. We're just going to stay out of that. One. I can think of one race that may be an exception, but I won't name it here. So. <laughs> Um, so now let's look at, at the general. Um, I, I think general thoughts are that it's a red wave nationwide. I think looking at Kansas, I mean, Laura Kelly is underwater. Um, I've heard her polling shows her, which is why she's spending so much money, is because her numbers are just in the tank. I've heard she's down by at least 16 to Schmidt. That can't translate well to Democrats in House races. Well, do you think anybody would spend six hundred thousand dollars in April if Eight. they huh? Eight hundred thousand is, is what she has spent. Okay, I, and those on her behalf spent one point two. Yeah, so to spend yeah, that much in April when you're so far away from the general yet you, you have to be underwater or you wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Um you, you know that's just to me that's craziness. Uh which it just shows 
you know, she is scared, and I think the her supporters are scared, and so they want her to spend money early. Uh, quite frankly, I kind of like seeing her spend money early. Maybe that'll uh, maybe she'll run out of money by the time we get to the general election. Actually, where you need to be spending the money, she won't have it. Uh, so maybe it's a great deal for us. Derek Schmidt uh, has been holding fundraisers across the state. Um, I've attended, geez, I don't know. I've attended so many fundraisers for, for for Derek Schmidt that it's pathetic. But I think Derek wins that. Um, and and then we have our uh, a governor back that will that will actually play ball with us. And, I, and I think another thing that's going to help with turnout is value them both. Absolutely. That you know, is, that is going to drive turnout. And, and you can tell it's going to drive turnout because they, the radicals on the other side are already active. I've heard from multiple people that all over Wichita value them both signs are being stolen, including and especially, sadly, at churches. And so people are already having their value them both signs stolen from their yards, from their private property. If they're out stealing yard signs this early, you know they're scared. Well, you know, I, I do believe you're correct. I also think that that the value them both, the, the, the pro-life uh, folks are energized. Oh, absolutely. They're active. They're out there doing things. They're getting things done. We're seeing things happen that I never dreamed would happen. Uh, there's 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 just things all over the state. When you drive across the state, you see value them both, huge value them both signs everywhere. That is the most important vote we've got this year is to pass value them both. If we don't pass value them both, Kansas becomes the really the capital in this part of the country for yeah. Uh, for abortion, yeah, we're a we destination abortion. Yeah, state. we just we're, we're an abortion tourist destination. So everybody listening out there, get your value in both signs. Get them up. Make sure that you preach that everywhere you go. ValueThemBoth.com. And for those who want to, it's a Dan Hawkins KS, right? Is where they can go for information Dan on Dan Hawkins Kansas. Dan Hawkins Kansas. Dot com or a House Majority Leader or Dan Hawkins House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins on Facebook. There you go. Yeah. We'll take a quick break. Stick around after the top of the hour. Nationally syndicated radio host Todd Starnes will be with us. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.